what's up guys and gals surprise happy kobe day it is 8 24 it's those uncultured swines who don't really give a fuck about sports this is like super important to me and chris because we are born and raised in la and for most of our lives this is what we, we grew up seeing the greatness of kobe bryant and unfortunately earlier in the year he passed away and we really wanted to do this episode honestly it was just a coincidence that we were going to record early this is supposed to be quote-unquote episode four of the podcast but yeah now it's just a kobe bryant day special on top of that Kui and i have the, like like the, the world doesn't want us to hang out ever because one <laughs> one there's a fucking pandemic on top of that um our schedules are polar opposite he works graveyard sometimes sometimes he's on call i work 9 30 to 6 on the, the days that he happens to be free so yeah i'm just gonna say that kobe wanted us to meet at this point in time to be able to do this podcast so there we go so yeah we're gonna name this <laughs> the kobe bryant podcast kind of thing we his own and oh, boy. <laughs> most important most important first foremost our guest for this episode is a very important brother of mine. He, I don't even know how to explain like how I met him. I just know that when I was at church one day, this dude, this dude Franklin, if you ever listen to this, Franklin, this like thank you for introducing this important person in my life. Um, you know, we've done more important things than a podcast, but you know, yeah, um, very important person in my life. Seen me hit rock bottom multiple times. One of the few people that has actually seen me cry in college. Um, with no further ado, Chris Aguilar, also known as Quia. How are we doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's a beautiful day in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's a beautiful <laughs> Los Angeles. You the I love LA. <laughs> uh, rolling down Imperial Highway. <laughs> I wonder how like does my I wonder how good my voice actually sounds on this thing, you know? You know, oh, I I hope I don't get copyrighted for singing lyrics. You're the one who actually warned me that I should not put any sort of introduction, like introduction music, because I could have gotten in trouble for copyright somehow. Probably, um, and you know how it is. But then again, like who else would do that besides like your own Kuya? Wink, wink. <laughs> you know? Oh boy. Oh my wee. <laughs> Zooey mama, buddy. But yeah. Um. So this is how it was going to work. We were going to record this um, supposed to be like at what? Eight, right? I know. Yeah. We we're supposed to record this episode around eight o'clock and then I got family jail card timed. And then, Oof. you know, after that we spoke, okay, let's meet halfway eight 30 <laughs> around eight 30 because I got family jail card time. He, you know, reasonably continued his workout. Um, you know, just like normal people do when someone happens to have to, put a setback to their original plans and you know and now we're here um and speaking yeah. of workouts like you know how do like what do you even do during covid like do you have Bro. did you buy your own set of weights and resistance bands and I really what, what did weights. you do what did you get i really want weights i've been on i have my discord set to like notifications to like of reddits uh -huh. like that have um the in stock stuff but like every time something's in stock i'm at work and they sell out like in 10 minutes it's like Oh, weightlifting man. sets. So basically, I just have a pull up bar and like a couple of weights, and I've been doing like Murphs. Yeah. So Mur Murphs is like basically a, like a two mile run, uh -huh. 300 air squats, 200 push ups, and 100 pull ups. Holy fuck, but I couldn't relate. I mean, all, <laughs> I, all I, I mean, I, you guys know this. All I ever, the only kinds of reactions I ever give you guys when you're talking about these kinds of land shit is like, oh, yeah, buddy, I just swim. <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't i don't know any of that and it's because you mentioned that it's so interesting that even even jim and all this weight weight stuff has these kinds of um sudden sellouts like similar to all these drops like streetwear drops it is yeah i didn't it's know crazy. that it's so like hard to get um what's it called weight lifting stuff in general weights dumbbells anything it's uh -huh. just like they was called what's the word when they uh upsell it um restart resell yeah resell <laughs> or weights scalp Wait. scalp them gym equipment is on resell 
Yeah. That's news like, to me. Yeah. Like, what, like what, what is the stock X of this, <laughs> the stock X, the goats, the, the flight club of weight stuff? Like I didn't yeah. even know that existed. They don't, but they, the little company, like the little communities are like, yeah, we'll just resell them for like, or people are just like, okay, they'll buy them and then resell them. Like a barbell would be like, like a, the cheapest one would be, it'll probably be like 400, 500 and they'll resell them for like oh, 700 Christ. plus to a thousand. I'm like, bro. Good Christ. I mean, okay. Like there's those people, like those Supreme freaks that will pay anything for any, for that. But you know what? I, I salute those people who buy the weights on resale because they care that much about making their, making their themselves feel better. They have good health and looking good. Holy shit. That at yeah. least has good intention for, for those people. And I'm guilty of this sometimes buying that streetwear shit to like, <laughs> you know, and, and, and some people are just like, what the fuck is this Adrian? Like <laughs> you're wearing this stuff, man. Power, power to those who invest right. their money in the gym stuff, man. Like that is, <laughs> that's unbelievable. I can't, can't even, gosh. And mm -hmm. you were going to buy a rowing machine at some point too. Dude, I know. I want a rowing machine because I hate fucking using the treadmill. It's so annoying. Or um, yeah, like rowing machine will just train almost almost everything. And it's just yeah. fun to row. Row, row, row your boat. <laughs> gently down the street because... The <laughs> gently down the street. Oh, gosh. Or down the Silver Lake where you live. <laughs> oh, uh, it's a joke. It's a joke, bro. A <laughs> okay, well, I was talking about Silver Lake, not Glendale. Oh, my gosh. I mean, speaking of that Glendale. army. <laughs> bro, no. <laughs> bro, yalel. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I speaking of the Armenians on a tangent, like, I have you ever had the uh, kebab from Karava? No. We're, really? It's on, okay, we're... so it's on, it's on Santa Monica, right? Okay, so the inter literally the intersection of that place is it's on Santa Monica Boulevard, and the fucking 101 is its neighbor. <laughs> It's, oh, a, God. it's a corner Armenian bakery slash deli okay. and across the street um, perpendicular to Santa Monica is the 101. <laughs> if it can't get any more, you know, hole in the wall community deli like that, that's Karva. And Karva. we always get the kebabs there for any sort of celebration or whenever we're, whenever we don't feel like cooking, Mm -hmm. um and it's also very friendly to the diet that i now do um oh which is diet just, tell yeah. me more about your diet yeah, after gosh yeah um chicken kebab oh, oh chicken kebab oh. chicken kebab yes <laughs> i uh, apologies He's... to those out to hear that but <laughs> asmr <laughs> 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 Jesus Lord Almighty. My, My intestines. I, mean, I was going to say the same thing too, man. <laughs> Wait, eating intestines at Garabo. <laughs> oh my God. But anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, guys. So I, I I've always believe that if I, when I, every time I go home, that is when I actually give a shit about um, my health and my diet, which is bad. Okay, not necessarily. Like I care about my a lot of parts of my about my health when I'm in college and, and stuff like that. But I, I did not ever care about um, working out and stuff like that. I did not care about I did not I was not mindful ever of the kinds of stuff that I was eating. Because when I'm in college, I prioritize two things I prioritize going to class and I prioritize my friends, which also includes um, uh, like responsible alcoholism, eating opening up at the buff. <laughs> yeah, opening up at the buff. Um, eating all these different kinds of foods, unhealthy amounts of foods that will, you know, make me piss out of my asshole, which is, you know, absolutely majestic feeling because when, in, when you're in college, like at least for me, my wallet's bottomless, my stomach is bottomless. I don't give a shit about any of that stuff. So, you know, when there's a day when I feel like a fat ass, I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna go swim because that's the only thing I know how to do. <laughs> shout out and, to the coupon books on campus that give yeah. us free food <laughs> oh my god that like coupon books shout out to coupon books oh 
or I also get those, or I also had like those dorm friends that sometimes would just like say, Hey, let's go grub. And then for some reason they felt nice. They're just like, Hey, yeah, I'm going to use my meal plan today on you. Hey. And I was like, yeah, that's how it is. Unless you got the connections, <laughs> like the Louis story where you'd swipe oh. me in for free. Oh, you want to talk about that? Because I, I have something similar to that too. Basically, I had a friend that worked at uh, Cactus Grill and he worked at the cashier. Yeah. And every time I would go to Cactus Grill, I would get whatever I wanted besides hamburgers because apparently they count the hamburgers. <laughs> but <laughs> everything was just free game. And I go to his shift and then anytime he was there, I give him my cat card and then he just beep boop boop in the machine pretending like he's t- typing some my <laughs> order and then he swiped the blank side of my card and then he canceled the order and he's like have a good time and i oh i ate for free for two semesters at cactus grill oh my gosh it was the best time of my life weren't you wasn't he also the same person you said that when you uh t- was it tap and go it's tap and go right yeah the yeah, trap so, and go the trap and go yeah so d- didn't you say you would put in a custom order at Highland Market for one of your friends who worked there at night. Was oh, Luis yeah. the same person? No, that was Jesus. Okay, so, okay, Jesus going to listen to this episode. Shout out, Jesus. Um, <laughs> you are running the foot Fantasy Football League. You are oh, active. You are active on our sports chat. Yes, as thank am I. you. So, yeah, Jesus, thank you for that. But, yeah, I remember when I was, like, a little freshman, and I thought that was, like, the coolest thing ever because he had, like, this guy was telling me that he had friends who worked at um, Highland Market you would put, he, Chris would put like personally put in his custom order <laughs> and then you guys would do it because you guys were bored. <laughs> that's, so, yeah. that's so cool. And that's like the most college thing that you could possibly do. Because like you, the, you had to buy the base burrito and anytime you wanted to add something to it, you had to pay like a dollar or $2 extra, but I yeah. only put the base burrito order and in the comment section, I added what I wanted. <laughs> so then you would put anything. And then some one time, like, or actually a couple times, I I would put a shitload of stuff on my order. And I had to use, like, three fucking tortillas. And it was just a fucking baby. Dude, you guys just, you guys just fleeced. These are the different kinds of ways. Yeah, you, I know. These are the different kinds of ways you fleece the U of A. Like, I know. You also, okay, speaking of fleecing the U of A, this guy has taught me so many different things of how to fleece the U of A. In the morning, you buy... Okay, so this is what I did to make it look credible and to make it look like I actually bought something at Einstein's. But you're the one who told me that... Oh, the okay, coffee. Yeah, go to Einstein's every morning. Nobody looks at the drip coffee, the coffee for beast because exactly. it's dripping. Exactly. <laughs> Um, (laughs) keep it a secret (laughs) (laughs) where's the applause i need a soundboard (laughs) but yeah so the drip coffee he told me okay yeah the lines are always long people could always assume that you're just going to get water so what do you do get your coffee cup and then you go and fill up your coffee with the drip coffee and then you go about your day and they're not going to give a shit because they already have so much coffee anyways right yeah, they have so much coffee and they're super busy filling in all those bagel orders. So they don't have a, they don't have a time to check yeah. or just see assume. They just assume that you yeah. paid. And not only that, like let's not pretend that they don't get like a shitload of money from us anyways, you know? Yeah. And all the people working at Einstein are just college students, so they yeah. could really give a fuck about like Yeah, I know, man. They they probably abuse the amounts of like free stuff that they get anyway so it's like are they really losing money fuck no man (laughs) at a university i remember when you told me that i also went overlord on overload on the different kinds of things that you could put like when i would go to panda express i kid you not you you know my my 40 ounce hydro flask oh gosh i filled that whole thing with iced tea <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yep. Why that's do y'all? Why do y'all think that I gained twenty pounds after freshman year? It's because of little stuff like that. Even if I wasn't even eating anything, I would be just drinking unhealthy stuff. <laughs> Bro, speaking of panda, I remember I got the freshman fifteen because the coupon book would always have a free entree at Panda Express. That is, I would always get the combo plate with a free entree. Oh, with the free entree to the side. And I had, yeah, I remember. So you got I had, a three. So you got a three yeah. for. I got a three piece. A three boneless. <laughs> three boneless. Man, a I boneless would... <laughs> pizza. <laughs> boneless pizza, yeah. Boneless pizza. Like, do you oh, tell God. them like do you tell them about like, you know, 
What are them shits in my pizza, dude? <laughs> what of them shits in my pizza? Oh god. Speaking of what of them shits in this pizza. pizza, god the fucking Papa John's on campus. You know that what? Place that place was... is depressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. I always saw those people and I was like, why are you guys are sad? And I understand why. No, I know, right? I don't know what it was about that, you know, work environment, but the people that work there, and it didn't matter. I feel like there is always that one person that worked there throughout my four years and that everyone else around that guy changed. I know. Like, uh, it was a new student. It was new student staff every time. And I kind of just look at the guy and I'm just like, damn, I'm, I want to hug you. <laughs> I feel so bad. <laughs> he, you could, he, it's like that meme of the person of like the, that guy with like a, a straight face, but then underneath it, he's actually wearing a mask and he's just screaming. You know that meme? You, you always send oh God, that. Meme. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah that, that's what that guy reminds me of. He's just wearing a mask. <laughs> Internally crying. Internal. The happy on the outside. <laughs> oh God. Wearing his mask. Wear the mask. <laughs> you see, now that now that we just somehow mentioned that, like pandemic mask, you know, the, the masks of when you had your reign and Oh, raw chicken freshman. talk yeah raw chicken talk man like oh should we talk about that story yeah like you okay speaking of like you you had a collection of meme templates that i have seen from you throughout my years of growing with you Dude, and and two of my favorite meme templates from you are the we wear the mask copy pasta um poem and <laughs> raw chicken talk you wanna you wanna you wanna tell everybody about that? <laughs> God, raw chicken talk. Raw oh, chicken talk. I'm getting chills up my spine just thinking about it. Yeah, and if I took a bite out of that, that is one of the foods that I was telling you guys earlier that would make me piss out of my asshole. Basically so. what happened. <laughs> yeah. Basically what happened was set up the scene. So uh flashback or the harp (laughs) i don't know how to do it you know what i mean the harp sound classic throwback harp sound (laughs) you know that was like the game you know that 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 sound that i just made was actually the gamecube sound if your disc didn't work or if you didn't have a game (laughs) oh god (laughs) that's what that's what the gamecube sound it was (laughs) jinkies oh wee (laughs) zooey mama Rut row. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. You know, my the way my intestines feel from this laughing is because of that raw chicken, man. <laughs> okay, back to the raw chicken. <laughs> okay, setting up the scene. So, uh, I forgot what year it was, but uh, it was... 2017. Was it? Okay. Yeah, so... it was 2017. The, the Hawaiian Pacific Islander Club, which is yeah. called Happy, was having a Or <laughs> people were happy. Yeah, they weren't happy. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't happy. But yeah. And then we had this Hawaiian barbecue place on campus called Mama's. Shout out to Mama's. Or, uh, or rest in peace, original rip, Mama's, at least. Ripping pepperonis. Yeah, rest in peace, original Mama's location. Oh, oh, Oof. God. Oh. Anyways, they contracted mamas to cook like a bunch of barbecue and a bunch of chicken. And <laughs> you I think I don't know if the event was paid. I forgot. Was it paid? Was it a pay? Or oh, I think it was free. It was a free event, right? Yeah, it was a free event. I just pulled so, up. <laughs> <laughs> pulled I up would... Ghost ride the whip. <laughs> Honestly, you also told me to go there because you're like, yeah, there's free food. And I was like, oh. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, yeah that's another way, you know, how we fleece. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's, how just... you, that's how you fleece the U of A. <laughs> go up to get free food. But anyways, yeah, they had a bunch of just meats. But uh, the chicken was what they cooked a lot of. And... Basically, they did their little show and all this stuff, and intermission time was um, for the food. And everyone was lining up, getting their food. And then when by the time I got my plate, I cut into it, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, it's a little bloody. And I realized, wait. It wasn't steak. <laughs> it wasn't steak. It was a fucking chicken. It was that fake shit where it has the grill marks, and you're like, you cut into it. You're like, what? <laughs> And I kid you not, like, 
I was sitting in the, uh, just a table of just pr- all pre-health kids, and we all cut at the, we cut our meat at the same time, and we're like, bro, it's fucking raw, like the Gordon Ramsay meat. It's fucking raw, <laughs> and we're like, uh, what's happening? We all looked at each other in just a state of confusion, and we're like, dude, the fucking chicken's raw, and we're like, oh god, I hope it's not us. And we actually looked around us. And there was actually a guy that we didn't know in our table, some like older gentleman, and he was yeah. eating the fucking chicken. And we looked at it, and it was raw, and he was just fucking digging in because he was so hungry, like in the fucking Augustus Gloop looking ass, fucking just eating all the oh chicken. God. And we're like, bro. And then we went, complained to them, whoever was serving the chicken. We're like, dude, your chicken's raw. And then he's like, no way. And then he cut like a couple of samples from the tray and he, each tray, he cut like a sample mm-hmm. and there was like six trays and neither were, they were all raw in the middle. They all had grill marks, but they all were all raw in the middle. Oh, Jesus Lord. I will forever remember that day that insert Asian <laughs> community <laughs> name here tried to poison me. Oh, tough scene. And you know, for the people who don't understand or probably wondering why this is so funny to us, it we can we can go off about how traumatizing our experiences have been within um, that affiliation during our reign and time. But um, that yeah. <laughs> was just, you know, for Chris, it, it, for Chris, it was such a exclamation point as to how much of a shit show and a train wreck his involvements were in this commitment and know. you know there was just too much going on and too you know, much sauce <laughs> wait no too much little uzi oh little shucky lineal with the haters because i'm blocking y'all <laughs> welcome to vancouver british columbia <laughs> <laughs> you are christopher Aguilar. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh wait, why did I do it in Nard Nard War voice? I'm supposed to say it in my regular voice. <laughs> oh yeah, you are. How did he? He went from Lil Uzi. Okay, I can't know anymore. Uh, my favorite Nard War episode. You see, this are is a, Lil Uzi. Yes. Yeah, because Lil Uzi just say, like, ah, "What's up, guys?" Yeah. <laughs> Lil Uzi here. Tell tell me what you know about GG Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, then there's Denzel Curry. So tell me, Denzel Curry, who is this? And then Denzel Curry for every episode is just like, bro, how do you know that? Whoa, whoa. Yeah, speaking about like how Nardwar is like such a detective. Feds did a sweep. <laughs> yeah, basically, Feds did a sweep. <laughs> uh, my favorite YouTube comment is from one of the Tyler, the creator, Nardwar, his oh. earliest ones. Oh. And he's like, no. I forgot what it is, but it went along the lines of Nardwar has like so much information he can find Tyler's dad. Oh, Oh my god. I mean at this point Nardwar knows as much as the Catholic Church, man. (laughs) In the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Son. Do you know what a reverse exorcism is? Actually, no. I it's mean, when you take the priest out of the boy. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why not even I think Yo, a, talk. I think I think a third in this is why we deserve to go to hell. And I think all of you do too. Because we are sinners. And at some point, we will become saints because saints are sinners, as I learned in my Catholic schools. Right? Shout out Catholic schools. Shout Adrian, out Catholic schools. Yeah. K through 12. You know, and, <laughs> and I think that even though we are going to hell, all saints at some point, we're probably thinking the same thing. I am going to hell. But maybe they didn't say it like that. Maybe they're just going to say, I will burn in the fires of, I don't know, but I will burn in the fires of Lucifer. Oh, God. Shit like that. Like, what do you think are other renditions of people saying that they will go to hell? 
you know, let's say in the 1980s, what do you think people in the 1980s would have said if they were going to go to hell? If they're going to hell? Oh, rut row. <laughs> That's what I can think of. Rut row. I or yabba dabba do. I think, you know, if I was in the 80s and I had been summoned to hell, I'm calling the motherfucking Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I'm that's call, true. I'm going to call them because, you know, who are you going to call? The Ghostbusters. Like, ghost, the ghosts definitely rose from hell. Yeah, and, that's the definite closest thing, like, from demons that I know. Dude, they literally, they literally, you know, possessed a marshmallow guy. Bro, I know. Honestly? And, like, you know, that shit doesn't only come from hell. So I feel like the only way... You know what? I think the most realistic form of exorcism for those people who don't trust the exorcist, you know, behaviors and practices and stuff like that, we need to find the modern Ghostbusters so that they could just, you know, remove the sin from us because there's probably ghosts in our in our heart and soul. Oh, and, you know, from there, that's when we become saints because of the Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah our modern day version of i'm going to hell is when you open the tiktok app <laughs> oh my I mean, shout out to adrian for not downloading yeah it yet. i i i yet i'm I'm not downloading it at this like, i know i have it i'm sorry i'm guilty I'm i know there. i don't post on there but i watch and it's just it's very bad <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna give a list of people who have given me shit for not getting tiktok go for it okay christopher aguilar Correct. Jalen Belen. <laughs> Callie Stewart. Fucking Callie. I told you I wasn't going to do it. Like, I okay. I think she, like she was the one who like really got on my ass the most about like, oh, you need to download TikTok. Cal, I love you, but I'm sorry. I didn't fucking do it. I didn't fucking do it. I didn't do it. And instead I made a podcast. Exactly. Way better. Yeah. Um, God, all of my friends, um, Shell Mendoza, Anthony Palencia. Timmy Agtang. Shout out, Timmy. Shout out. <laughs> um, God, I mean, there is more significant amounts. Ari Fischel. Ari. Buddy. I, like, I know that you believe in my capabilities. And you actually doubted me? You fucking doubted me? That I was going to get TikTok? Because you wanted me to do it? Fuck no. And that's it. Nice. And, you know, I'm happy that as a result, I got bored and made this podcast. Yeah, honestly, you're better off without it. You know? <laughs> it's very toxic. Yeah, like I, and, and I've told I've told people this before. I, I and I think I've talked to you about this before. But I remember when I first got Vine, I only had it for a week because, um, you know, I was like, okay, this is a cool app. Like, there's a bunch of people doing funny shit on it, so I got it. But I had Instagram and then I had Twitter and then I had Facebook when it was still cool. Mm -hmm. So then I would see Vines on all three of those platforms. Actually, no, no, no. Instagram didn't have videos then, so people didn't repost it. And there was, I don't think the screen record option was available on the iPhones back then, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? it wasn't, no. Okay, yeah, that, that's crazy. That's very recent. Holy shit. So yeah, I would see all the Vines on Twitter and I would see all the Vines on um, Facebook. So, you know... I, and I never went on Vine. So I just thought to myself, okay, I'm just not going to use it. Mm -hmm. um, we come to these times and TikTok exists. And, you know, I personally didn't even feel a reason to download it either because I didn't have Vine. Like I ended up seeing all these TikToks on Instagram. I saw all these TikToks on um, Facebook and Twitter now. And same concept. But for some reason... I was just getting grilled on like, you need to download this shit, man. You need to download this shit, man. You need to download this shit, man. And then come pandemic time, that's when people started to give in. And I know. that's when I was like, that's when they were just like, no, Adrian, you're going to get bored at some point. I don't, I didn't, I didn't like somehow. And it went from me personally, just not wanting it at all because I was already used to not having it to it becoming a meme for myself on, yeah, I'm not going to do it because I think I'm cool that way. Like I, <laughs> I, I, like, I, I, I genuinely pulled the, the cool meme card and thought that yeah. I was like, you know, the superior uh, person that, you know, didn't have TikTok. And I think that the people who are on the same level as me, um, or at least uh, the eye roll group of people are, <laughs> you know, I fit, I fit in the group of people that, you know, so highly 
uh, claim that I drink black coffee because I do drink black coffee. The people who drink black coffee, the people who drink IPAs, and the people who don't have TikTok are all the same energy. <laughs> oh God! Is that like the thing? Is I, I, the thing is, I fit I fit sixty six percent of that. Sixty six. And that so is, sixty forty. <laughs> <laughs> 60 40 oh 60 40 yeah that yeah that that's that's it <laughs> i mean you know oh damn 60 40 you seen we love you man we love you we you love know, you, baby. you know halal about. baby halal, shalom baby. shalom <laughs> shalom alaikum <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Akbar. Oh, <laughs> he did it. And now our sponsor is Jet Fuel. <laughs> it is an energy. Is there an energy drink called Jet Fuel? You think? Bro, I don't know. Let's just say it's explosive <laughs> and melts steel beams. <laughs> I mean, does it make you feel like you could fly? <laughs> Oh no. This is a, oh, train wreck. Oh, train wreck. Oh, God. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Trident Come. <laughs> Feel the whoosh. Or if not, this is how it feels to chew five gum. Oh, God. Oh, you remember that whole how it feels to chew five gum memes? Bro, honestly, I remember that. I, I honestly bought five gum just because the commercials were just like so good or i remembered the commercials wait but i feel like uh, weren't those commercials mostly on um during TV. the time yeah during the times of like either sports or tv 14 shows right yeah exactly because i had um cable or not cable um was it called the public tv yeah and i would i would see the commercials and i'm like ooh, i just love the commercials because they're like this is how it feels to chew five gum. And then they're like some dude in an isolated spot. And then his face is like all morphing. <laughs> I was like, what are some, what are some TV commercials that you remember? That um, you can. What's up? <laughs> Wait, what? You remember that? that? You remember the what's up? I think it was a Coke commercial. No, no, it was, uh, it was a beer commercial. Might've been Budweiser. Oh, what's okay. up? You don't I don't that think one? I've ever seen that. No. No, really. Do you remember the, the Reese's Puff commercial when you're a kid and there's a guy was it like was it like Reese's Puff, Reese's Puff, peanut <laughs> butter chocolate flavor? Yeah, <laughs> I saw like, that on Kids WB every single day, man. That that made if I didn't hear that that uh, that means that I was gonna get in trouble by my Lola for some oh, reason. Cool. <laughs> I think uh, one of the other ones I have is uh, called GG Wentworth eight seven seven cash now. <laughs> <laughs> what about? Eight hundred five eight eight two three hundred empire, empire today, today. <laughs> or um sit and sleep. Which one is that? Where your mattress is free. Oh. <laughs> I got one that'll make you laugh. I have to look it up. Oh my god! Um, I'm just gonna try to think of the other ones. That oh, how about um. When you're rocking and a de- rocking and rolling, wheeling and a dealing and keys, 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 keys on Van <laughs> I got one. If your loved one has been diagnosed with mesothelioma, <laughs> you may be entitled financial, to financial, financial compensation. I can't even read that with a face, <laughs> straight face. Let me try again. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with met- mesothelioma, <laughs> you may be entitled to financial compensation. <laughs> I think that's both our favorite ones. Okay, let's let me let me try to actually read this without laughing. Do it. Okay. So how how much did you last? Wait, I'm trying to look for the whole copy pasta. Where, where's the whole copy Just pasta? Google it. Okay. Okay. Reddit greatest app ever that is also why I, I was not able to you know download tiktok because i had it okay attention if you or a loved one has been diagnosed with mesothelioma you may be entitled to financial compensation mesothelioma is a rare cancer linked to asbestos exposure exposure to asbestos in the navy shipyards mills heating construction or the automotive industries may put you at risk please don't wait call 1-800 99 law usa today for a legal consultation and financial information packet mesothelioma patients call now 1-800-99 law usa 
god, that was so hard. Oh, that was so good. That was so hard. Dude, you already got me when you said attention. <laughs> I couldn't. I could hold it. That was so hard. Like I heard you chuckle, and I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> but then I said, Kobe. Oh, oh recipes. Yeah, for for Kobe, man. That's for Kobe. God. Oh, okay. What Let's is that? Uh, I'll see what you let, okay, let me. Okay. You have to read a copy pasta now. I have to. Do you want to find one, or you want to let, let me go ahead and find a copy pasta for you, and I will have to text it. So, in the meantime, is there anything you would like to tell our viewers about? You know what? Use this as a row session to me. I don't give a fuck. row session. Row oh. session as I find your copy pasta. I don't think I can roast you right now. I don't know what to roast you about. I oh haven't shit, even, like, man! See you, yeah. IRL. I can I can talk good stuff about you. Oh shit! No okay, way. He's go. gonna give me here tummy go. sticks. He's giving me tummy here sticks. There you go. Um, thank you, Adrian, for being basically like my brother. You know, um, <laughs> it's like I've we're both single children, and you're like my little brother, and you mean so much to me. Like you're definitely one of the just top three people in my life that I can know. Like if I'm going through it, or like I just need someone, I can contact you, and that's the type of person you are, and you live up to it every day. I, I I cry, I cry, and I, I think I also got it at the buzzer because when I, when I hit send, that is when you finished it, and it's like we were made to just get each other all the time. <laughs> I didn't know, I, again, I cannot emphasize enough this uh, important guy. I will talk and compliment more him later on in the podcast or else I'm going to run out of stuff and I will begin to be <laughs> repetitive, but no. Do you want me to read up? The <laughs> yeah. Now, now, now it's time for you. I texted to you. Now it's time for you to read your copy pasta. <laughs> and, Here's my copy pasta. And can you, um, <laughs> Oh God, you have to think of replacement words for the word. <laughs> if the word is there. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So, okay, here we go. Okay, here I'm gonna try to read it with a straight face. Okay. Chief Keith Love Sosa intro. Fuckers in school telling me, always in the barber shop. Chief Keith ain't about this. Chief came Chief Keith ain't about that. My boy BD on a fucking Lamron. <laughs> God damn it. Can't do it. And then he he they say that bigger don't putting <laughs> And no work. Shut the fuck up. Y'all biggers ain't no shit. All y'all motherfuckers talk about Chief Keef. Ain't no hidden Chief Keef. <laughs> ain't this <laughs> Chief Keef. Shut the fuck up. Wait, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I'll keep going. Yeah. Y'all don't live with that bigger. Y'all don't know that bigger caught, got caught with a ratchet shooting at the police and shit. Bigger <laughs> been on probation since fucking. God damn it. No, when fuckers stop playing him like that, them biggest savages out here. If I catch another motherfucker talking about sweet talking about Chief Keith, I'm fucking beating the ass. Oh god, what is it? Oh, this sounds like a very angry text. I know. I, I'm not playing no more. <laughs> I'm not fucking playing no more. You know these biggest role playing with little Reese and them. <laughs> Oh my god, that was so bad. I tried to read it in the street. Oh my god, and okay. like in monotone. <laughs> okay, while I was looking at the Chief Keep Coffee Pasta, I just happened to stumble upon I think our favorite coffee pasta besides mesothelioma. So Oh god. <laughs> I'm just actually just gonna read it. Go Here we go. <laughs> I can't <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna somehow laugh on this one. Okay. Breathe. Okay. Let's breathe. Wax on. Wax off. Wax on. Wax off. Okay. Good evening, Twitter. This is your boy Ethan Pussy 445. I can't do it. <laughs> okay, okay. Good evening, Twitter. This is your boy Eat That Pussy 445. And about 30 or 45 minutes ago, 
I beat the fuck out of my dick so goddamn hard that I can't even feel my left leg. My left leg was went totally numb. And my dick has also went totally numb to the point where it feels fucking weird when I go and take a piss. <laughs> God. Shout out to at EDP445. If you don't watch EDP, you're missing out on life. Yeah, you're also... If you also, you know, do not have a male friend that is into sports, I don't know how the fuck you haven't, like, run into that person retweeting an EDP 445 um, tweet or an EDP 445 reaction or even an EDP 445 quote, which is probably the hardest of all three references of EDP 445. Um, big sh- we are big fans of that man. He speaks for the people. That's why he speaks and he has for like people. one of the least toxic fan bases. On no, YouTube. everybody on that fan base is so, so wholesome. And I honestly would compare his fan base to the same fan base as the Pornhub comments. If you ask me, Basically. like the Pornhub comments have people who ask math questions on a porn video <laughs> and there is someone that will answer it. Like, for example, if you... Like Vishal Shalot. <laughs> Shout out, Vishal. The guy from Khan Academy. Khan. <laughs> from Khan <Sakon> Academy. <laughs> oh, Christ. But anyways, yeah. If, if like, there, there could be one day where you are so, so balls deep, no pun intended, into your math homework and you need to unleash your swimmers by watching some milfs of your choice and somehow in very specific (laughs) and somehow in the comment section you find a math question that says that Pornhub community cares about your academic abilities because even when you just wanted to release your swimmers when and that your swimmers don't wear speedos obviously that's fucking weird they still tell you indirectly to go and do your math homework because it is good for you. And even though math is bullshit because that critical thinking motherfucking, yeah, you take math because it enhances your critical thinking. I don't fucking use it. I just like you, I just, you know, count up how much money I spent on stupid shit. And then I realize, Oh shit, man, my wallet went from fat to skinny because I am stupid. (laughs) Yeah. From Yaga to Retro. (laughs) Yeah. You went, I mean, I mean, I went from, just an observation to my personal mistakes <laughs> that I have done because of impulsive shopping throughout this pandemic. Yahweh, Yahweh. Hey, pendejo, It's Modelo time yet? Oh, it's Modelo time, fool. Oh, it's Modelo time. Oh, oh it's gosh, Modelo I don't have it. <laughs> you know what? I really, I really wish that, you know, there's that meme that was talking about how um, a McDonald's uh, double cheeseburger was $1 and, you know, Modelo... <laughs> A Modelo, a case of Modelo is 22. Like, that's some bullshit, man. Yeah, what is the wrong with our health system? <laughs> I don't understand the health system. It's like, look, McDonald's, processed food, right? Processed food, you get processed food. Okay. You, you get, um, you know, we don't know what the hell else they put in those burgers, like lard. I don't know, or I don't even know what drugs they put in there. Pink for all paste. we know. There's a, there's a reason why that stuff tastes so good, you know, and... You know, I'm just not even going to question it versus Modelo, which has, which is made from wheat. It can, right. you know, there, there's water and, you know, there's a, <laughs> it, it, it makes you sweat and which means that you're releasing, you know, whatever you're detoxing and you're right. just, you know, fucking losing weight because you're sweating from Modelo and shit. And then after that, you just go ahead and piss it out. And exactly. Just the like, life. Yeah. It, it, it's like, it, it's, it's kind of like how, with this stupid logic, when you drink lemon water, it is a diuretic and it is good for you because Ooh, yeah. when you drink that lemon water, um, it is so acid that your stomach is acidic and so is your lemon. And then after that, as a natural result, your body does, you take a piss. Right. And it is good for you. It's and that you. is why Modelo, a case of Modelo should cost $22 compared to McDonald's. Because that is one of the foods, although it tastes good, that will make you piss out of your asshole. 
<laughs> so is Modelo on top of the food chain or food pyramid? <laughs> I, I, I think so. You know, and also because not saying that McDonald's doesn't make you happy. I say Modelo makes not only, like makes you really, really happy. And then also brings other people too, because when you have a Modelo, you're going to have someone that's going to be like, Hey, it's Modelo time. Foo. And then that's how you bought <laughs> Foo. Modelo. Modelo brings people together. It's true. Like, uh, how do you feel about paying? What is it? Like 1650? I think at Dodger stadium for Modelo. How do you feel about that? Wait, that's a, that's 1650. Uh, it's like a 24 ounce can the bigger but the tall boy oh man or whatever the size of the tall boy is oh that's 16 yeah for one how do you feel about that tell me about beer prices at baseball stadiums how do you feel about that win lose uh, you have to deal with it okay five words the crusty crab is unfair <laughs> Oh, that, no. that, that, that's how I feel about that. The Krusty Krab is unfair. That's true. But you know what? Even though the Krusty Krab is unfair, you have to live like Larry. I know. It is Honestly. always, always living like Larry. That's true. The, the triple, the only, the only good L's are living like Larry. <laughs> the LeVar ball. <laughs> oh, oh. Remember that? Remember that? Um, at the at the game that we went to, we got mm, the we got the Levar ball. Hell. Yeah, the the triple L. Oh god. Yeah, I we haven't pictures. taken so many L's in my life since my last X. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, oh my god! Um, Shout um, out to her if she listens to the podcast. Um, um, I think uh, I have, even though I've glitched multiple times by just speaking out of my ass. Um, I I think uh, I officially have glitched. Um, I got a 404 error 404 error 404 windows. Oh, I oh, that that slit my heart like every friend zone I've dealt with in my life. Like my intestines. Oh, uh, gives me a little bit of attention. Hey, boys, I think I got a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, why do I do this to myself? <laughs> but oh my. you, you know what? You know what? Speaking of, I'm, I'm like so happy that like you're happy because, um, another person makes you happy, man. You, it just it just complements the growth that you had since you know you. I think I I see this as a reward of um your growth since you came home. Yeah. And I know that transition of returning home from college is always rough. And, you know, I dealt with it differently. How did you, like, how, how did you cope with it? Because when you left, it was like such a, it, yeah. it, it was like you left. I don't know. I don't know if you felt like you left with, left Tucson with dishonor, but it, because no. it felt, because the thing is like, to me on my end, it felt that way. Like it, you happen to leave so much of a shit show and i know that not everybody gets the um you know content or happy exit that they usually do after you know being in yeah such a, i know right just like you finish school and this is like that's supposed to be the, the you know the best part and then yeah just kind of went downhill but yeah i think at that point in my life i was just at literally the lowest point one of literally like rock bottom like fuck yeah it was so bad and then when i packed up my stuff and started commuting back and forth to LA, like putting my, um, or bringing my stuff slowly back and then officially leaving. It's just like, I told myself that I'd work on myself and work better mm-hmm. to be, uh, to make my life better and stuff. And it's just like, you start to realize these things, like you choose to be happy. Yeah. It's not like your surroundings or whatever. Like mm-hmm. you can only do so much. You choose to be happy. So I chose to be happy and I just did little things in my life like exercising again mm-hmm. um it's those small victories that always matter and i remember exactly you know, i was i was telling you about that like during that part of my move back home and i was just like you remember when i was just like not doing well either but you know that's like that's how you usually approach it like, that's a good thing yeah and i think like the biggest thing uh besides uh choosing uh happiness is uh setting goals for yourself mm-hmm setting goals and just like having somewhere to like something to look forward to, to work on. Mm-hmm. 
and setting goals is like the biggest part of just yeah. like my whole philosophy just set a goal and work towards it even if you take little baby steps or take like little chunks out of it mm-hmm. at a day you know at least you're working towards something yeah god i think i and i and I'll, i remember i was talking to you about this the other day and i was telling him that um i i love like you know the relationship that you and i have and the relationship that we have with you know him and, and brandon and all of our friends is you guys are such good, like amazing people at being like, we look out for each other and we serve as, you know, such guidance for each other. That's why we're Kings. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's why we're Kings buddy. And I was all, I remember telling you, see, and I was like, look, man, you know, sometimes the the, the thing about us too, is that all four of us. And I, I think everybody in general, everybody at the end of the day still wants to, get something done in their own unique way. Yeah. And sometimes we that requires that I mean not requires but sometimes the result of that is po- like potentially not listening to everything that our friends, you know, tell us when they're giving us some tough love. But um you guys are you guys don't, you know, prevent or we don't prevent each other from, you know, doing what we want to do at the end of the day, you know? We just keep, we just continue to support each other. Um, and on top of that, like we still keep whatever we tell each other at the back of our heads as, you know, guidance for ourselves too. And, you know, you, you completed this whole, um, struggle when you got home in your own unique way as well. And, you know, I, I felt that way too, when I first moved in, you know, you, and, and I know you felt this way, you felt, you know, you come home from college and you lose the independence that you initially had at some point and when you're back home with the um people that raised you sometimes you just feel like you're better than them sometimes but you know it is still also their house so like we have to respect it um did you did you have like any conflicts with your um I, i guess like your grandparents and um whoever else lived in your house when you move back home because of you know as a result of you being super independent uh not not really too much like no uh it just mainly just little things that annoy me here and there but it's nothing like too crazy oh gosh uh yeah but uh just mainly i just try to if i had any conflict it's just like i don't I take it with like a grain of salt and just like, you know, as like everything where we got to respect them. Yeah. This is their wishes. Oh, of course. Um, I mean, you and I, we, we're both only childs and you know, my, my parents do, they, and my, especially my Lola, they still see me as um, their baby kid as like when I was a kid. And, <laughs> um, but the thing is like, I, even when I was in college, we had this agreement that, you know, I would at least text them, you know, when I wake up, I, I would at least text them when I get home and then mm-hmm. just like, just FaceTime them once a day. And I, I got used to that. That was like my agreement. And the thing is like, it's weird because now that I'm home, they, <laughs> they still want me to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good though. Yeah. And, and like, I'm used to it at this point. I, I still go ahead and do that. Um, but sometimes when I, whenever I, every single time home, even like before the pandemic, my you know and my parents talked to me about this like after i was feeling a little bit annoyed about you know my independence being limited um they were they were telling me that like you know if you ever move back home one day like we we will respect the fact that at some point in your life you're independent and we're gonna have to we're gonna have to accept that you are gonna go ahead and do your own things you're not going to be hanging out with us all the time even though sometimes kind of like earlier they still want to maximize every like all the time that they have with me even though i'm home you know yeah it's it's such a it's such a weird thing but you know i get it i i was gone for four years and i'm home again they want to make up for all the time that i have uh, being home again Um, yeah they miss you yeah i can understand you're still fairly new back in la or oh, fairly fresh back in LA. It hasn't yeah. been too long. I know. And, and like this city, like we, I feel like every time I co- leave and come home, there's always something I didn't even hear about, you know? Mm-hmm. I, and I feel, and the, the funny thing is growing up, like I didn't even, did you, did you see like 
you know, all those changes as quickly as you do now? Or did you ever notice those kinds of changes in LA growing up? What, wait, what, like, like what changes? All those, all those sudden changes, like you, you know, like gentrification. <laughs> oh, fuck. Man. Oh God. Oh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, God, the gentrification whole thing is like, it sucks because your favorite place is closed down. Yeah. Your favorite place is closed down and you know, it, you, you wish that you wish that the upper hand would do something to, you know, because at the end of the day, it's those business people that move in and don't consider the fact that like, yeah, this was a community. The thing is like, mm-hmm. yeah, you could clean up the places and add those nicer homes on top of that, preserving the old culture that was there. But the culture. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is they don't do that. I, yeah. like, I hate that. And you know, it, it's sad because we can, we can complain all we want and we could, you know, try to be advocates for that to at least get them to hear us, you know, to say that like, Hey, yeah, you're taking away our community. Why don't you just, you know, at least listen to us and, and like realize, okay, you could clean this place up and at the same time, keep what was there. But, yeah. you know, unfortunately, rest, they, in, pre- rest in peace, Bernie's. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. To those who don't know Bernie's, it, it was like a Filipino Hawaiian fusion place and they had such good barbecue chicken and, excuse me, fried rice. And Chris and I tried going there each oh, time, yeah, each time we were home throughout our four years of college. And I feel like the, I think the first two years, which was like 2016, 20, like between 2016 and 2018, we tried to go there but it was closed every time for some reason. And then like the latter years, it ended up actually closing down. <laughs> I know. Rest in peace. <sighs> and in comes the new, you know, sky rises and high rise apartments. Yeah, I know, bro. <sighs> so much has changed in just like the time that we've been gone. I know. And it, it sucks because those people that also used to live in those areas, like they got evicted and then they're, yeah. now, they're now homeless. It, it's not even it's not even because those people became those people didn't become homeless because they, you know, took the wrong turn. It was like a lot of these people are homeless because they got evicted from these apartments Yeah, and, it just and, sucks. and they can't afford the new housing that they just put up there. And it, it's super unfortunate. And I, you know, I hope LA one day is just going to listen to the people and say, okay, yeah, we're going to put affordable housing for you. I know. And I mean, I love the city, but it's just like when I hear people say that they want to move to LA, I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah, I, we, can we like, I, we should make a petition to um, not allow, no, that's not, we, we, we can't do that. But gosh, I wish we, I wish it was just so easy for, to tell people like, yeah, I don't think you should move here, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a shit show right now. actually. Yeah, it is a shit show. Um, but you know, those people want to move here because they want to experience why you and I, the culture, love, yeah, and grew to love a place that we are so die hard for every now right. and then. like, you know, our whole lives. Like, you and I carry that when we're in Arizona. Yeah, I know. It's just um, like, you just love, there's just this innate love for the city that you just oh, can't explain. Is. You can't. And then every time you just see the tall buildings from down, uh, that are in downtown just like it just has this warm feeling in your heart and you just can't explain it no, it just means so much to us uh-huh. and, it, and, and it slits my heart for all the people that always tell me like why the how the fuck do you enjoy living there your whole life like, <laughs> that's exactly why we love it we this is this is what we grew up in like we we transitioned to becoming you know growing men by the day in this place we were raised here we this is all. This is where we experience all different kinds of nostalgia. Listen to all different uh, kinds of nostalgic music. This was the home, you know. And and culture too, you know. Like, oh yeah. You just have a little. There's little communities inside the city of LA which people don't understand. And I wish those communities would get more recognition, but at the same time, I don't, because you know. Gosh, that that. Ah. Now we're giving all these business people ideas. <laughs> they're gonna realize oh yeah and then all of a sudden buzzfeed's gonna find it and then oh god but <laughs> people are gonna people are gonna move in there and then they're gonna you know build these like high rises and then move the people out it ugh, god sucks yeah what is it when well, i was thinking about like tucson what like the culture i mean there are like 
the small communities but yeah there are it's not that much it's like you know the hispanic native american and the mm-hmm. white people <laughs> that's how <laughs> i saw it <laughs> we flavored that city <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah what uh, i have what is uh, my first my first thing i had a bucket list when i moved there uh-huh and my first thing on my item on my bucket list was to see a tumbleweed because I've never seen one of those in real life. You know, I actually and, ended up seeing one on a like on a on the road when I was hiking. <laughs> oh, nice! Yeah. Oh, god! And then when I got off my plane, I just saw it. Looked out the window, and there was a tumbleweed. I was like, "Hell yeah!" No way! I was like, "Wow, things are going good." You know what? <laughs> I don't. I don't think I ever looked up as to how a tumbleweed accumulates right and just how, like where do they come from how does that even happen like like did mother nature just like sneeze and that was her and that was mother nature's like you know furball or whatever whatever mother nature sneezes out right. that's an interesting word that i found out living in arizona was that haboob <laughs> uh run that back a haboob do you know what a haboob is you know i've heard it but I feel like I've always heard it in the wrong context. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean you heard it in the wrong context? I don't know. I feel like people associate haboob with like boobies or some shit like that. Yeah. Oh, no. It's basically, um, I'm trying to find a Google definition. It says haboob. on Google, a haboob is an intense dust storm carried on an atmospheric gravity. Okay, well, <laughs> never mind. That's two. Okay, so you know when you're driving in the i10 yeah or anywhere in the i10 that in that stretch Uh and there's like those violent mini tornadoes yeah does a haboob that's what it is it's called a haboob no way yeah i'm pretty sure you experienced that at some point in your life i've seen that i've seen that driving back from um between tucson yeah they're like on the side or you drive through them it's just a violent windstorm and they're called haboobs wow I feel like when we were when you and I were driving back from LA to Tucson or Tucson to LA, we've seen that. Oh yeah, haven't we? Yeah, we have. We have a couple times. It's just like on the side. Yeah, and I feel like we've seen it every time we drive to Phoenix for like just for shiggles, man. <laughs> shiggles, dude. I remember. Yeah. I just those fun like times both times we went to both times we went to spring training games. I th- I'm pretty sure we saw that. Damn, probably. Oh, my God. <laughs> Double. <laughs> yeah, lel. I got, I got Shalom. that. I got, I got that ding from you saying, um, like the definition of it. But Abu, Arabic, <laughs> Romanized, Abu, lasting, drifting. <laughs> it was. Oh my god, dude! You know, we in about eight seconds are gonna hit the hour mark, man. That's crazy. It's crazy. It you is know, what it is, baby. You see, here's the thing about this. Here's the thing about Kuya and I. Like we. And for all you uncultured swans looking at the title of this, you know, special edition, Kuya means older brother in Tagalog. And that's really all he, that, that's really what he is to me. And he is beyond that. Like, I mean, he, he was, he became family because of, you know, the, the Fasa big, like Kuya Aring thing, the big little Lord. thing. Um, <laughs> no, like he, he really has become more than just that for me. My, you know, he's the uh, blessed people to, um, have met my parents. We mm-hmm. share a Disney Plus. He he is a part of my <laughs> Disney Plus Club, <laughs> which you know, and, and you know the the other get the other members of the Disney Plus uh, uh, mooch off club will be featured on this show eventually. But this is the first Ooh. of the Disney Plus Club, and um, yeah, he again, all he ever does is lift me up, um, and he. You know, he he just knows whenever I'm down. He he's like one of he's always the first one of the first people to come to me when I'm down. And sometimes, you know, because you know, because I, I I don't have a very good temper when things don't go my way. And sometimes I feel like I am a hindrance to him, especially him and all my friends. And I and I know that I I let most of it out of him because he is one of the few that like understand me on a different level more than anybody but you know that that's just the kind of person he is he's the most patient and loving person that you could ever know and ever grow to love and you know yeah that's the ultimate friend right there that's the ultimate brother i could tell you man oh thanks positive affirmations (laughs) positive affirmations baby um yeah any any last words for bod 
like uh, beignets or some shit like that. <laughs> beignets? Oh, God. Shout out to Brandon. <laughs> yeah. But what is that? <laughs> what, did, what did he say? He was like, what is that donut thing? Is that called a bidet? <laughs> <laughs> a bidet. Oh, no, he said, he said, he said, um, is that the thing you put on the toilet? I was like, no, that's a bidet, not a beignet. <laughs> Uncultured swine. <laughs> Uncultured swine. Oh, oh my God. But, but uh here's my plug talk uh or glizzy talk <laughs> here's your glizzy talk yeah <laughs> yeah i mean if i had to just um say something last remarks it's just you know live life to the best and live every day as it was going to be your last so you know that's all i have to say yolo ferda ferda send whatever. it Send full it send. full send, whatever y'all call it. Yaga. <laughs> Yaga. Yaga stands for Yike America Great Again. True. <laughs> cool beans. And <laughs> <laughs> we are done. We're done now. And yeah, that's uh that concludes the today's episode. Thanks for listening to the most intelligent train wreck of nonsense that you've probably heard in your life. Um we we in no way tried to be like uh noel and cody co from tiny meat gang but this is the kind of energy that we probably brought to you guys and with that said once again this is your captain speaking thanks for flying stay that way